This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by author Tio Sosta from r slash erotica. The title of this post is TikTok Almost Ruined Us. Sit back and enjoy the story. TikTok has taken over our school. Everyone is waiting to get their hand on the new trend or is desperately trying to start their own. I've been following as well and while I'm not a content creator or anything I do make a video now and then. Jack has been my best friend since we were 8 years old. I honestly can't think of a better person to survive high school with and he's been an invaluable part of my life. We're 18 now, almost graduating and for the most part, we've been inseparable. I think he has a crush on me, if not already in love with me, but I've been confused with what I want. I've dated a few guys in high school and none have panned out to be the guy I'll spend my life with. Jack has never really caught on to TikTok as he doesn't do social media as much as everyone else. He only has a Facebook and an Instagram where he doesn't even have any pictures in there. One of our group's little jokes is that we would often refer to him as the character Leonardo DiCaprio played in Titanic. I would often tell him to draw me like one of your French girls, if we're just sitting there and doing our homework. Whenever we hugged, I'll whisper into his ears I'll never let you go. Jack and he would always roll his eyes and groan. It's a fun little game we played, and one that stuck throughout our friendship. There's a trend now about serving. We lean in for a kiss, and at the last moment, we would swerve away. I've tried this on many of the friends in my social circle but they're aware of it and caught on pretty well. But I know a person I can do this to that will have a very genuine reaction. So I tried it on, Jack. I told him to meet me at our bus stop because I have something important to tell him. I set up the camera on a little partition and hid it behind some vegetation. When he got there, he looked like he had just taken a shower. I hyped him up, held his hands, and told him that I have feelings for him too. I can see his eyes just shining, his mouth trying hard not to smile. So I leaned in for a kiss, and then I swerved. He was confused at first, so I leaned in again, and, like before, I swerved. I laughed, but he didn't. Then he saw the camera, sitting on the little partition on our right hidden by some leaves, some distance away. The look on his face, the look of betrayal, I can never forget it. I thought it was a harmless prank. He looked at me and he tried not to cry. Then, his lips started to quiver for a second, and again he suppressed it. It's. Jack, it's a prank. I explained with a short laugh but he closed his eyes as if trying not to look at me. Then he started laughing. Not a soft chuckle like he caught onto the joke and was okay with it and our friendship would survive. No, it was actually kind of scary. He ended it with a long deep sigh, like he just accepted how things are looked me in the eye, and then he took a rough stone from the floor and dragged it across his forearm. He bled, threw the stone away, and finally, he just walked away. Jack hasn't talked to me since that fateful afternoon. He sat at a different lunch table, a different part of the bus, and on a different side of the classroom, just generally away from me and, by extension, the rest of our friends. I've tried calling and texting him but I found that he has blocked me. Our friends have been asking why Jack seems to not want to hang out anymore. They're blocked too. And when I confessed about yesterday they told me how much of an asshole I am. They knew that Jack liked me and they've asked him to tell me so. They told me to apologize to Jack, in person or else. Or else they're cutting me out of their lives. So I did, or I tried to. I cornered him and shoved my way into his house. I talked to him but he just has this look on his face like he's not there. Disinterested and detached. I saw his right arm and saw the scar on it. A tick mark is what it looks like, and I can guess that it's a mark of my betrayal. Are you done? 
he said. His voice is so cold, and when I said I am he told me to get out. When we graduated, I found out he had enlisted in the Marines and he shipped out the next week. Four years ago, I entered high school with a great group of friends and a best friend. Four years later, I'm by myself, alone to face the world as an adult. I never forgot him. For four years I had nightmares about that day. His face is ever-present in my torture. How his eyes looked so hurt and the pain across his face. His laughter always echoed afterward and I would always wake up and I would always cry. I haven't had a proper relationship since either. My therapist has prescribed me some sleeping medication that has, somewhat, alleviated the nightmares but they never went away. I checked his Instagram often. I don't think he really figured out how to block someone from there. Or he probably forgot my IG name. Either way, I would check it almost daily and he has started to post pictures. He posts an IG story about his days in the Marines. About how he's part of a platoon where there are two jacks and so he's nicknamed White Stripes and the other guy. A black guy is nicknamed Tenacious D. He has posted a picture with him and his friends there. I can see he has beefed up a lot since the last time I saw him. My therapist had recommended I start going to the gym to ease off some of my stress in the past and I think I've built a good enough body. I'm 5 of 110 pounds. Last I checked, I like to keep a platinum blonde side-swept pixie hairstyle with the ends a strawberry pink. And I try not to act like a total bitch so the pixie cut doesn't turn into a Karen hairstyle. It's a completely different hairstyle from when I was in high school. For my mental health, I also stopped checking his Instagram daily. One night I was out in the bar. Drinking with the same group of friends in high school when I saw him. Jack, on the bar. I didn't know he's back in town. I immediately checked his IG and saw that he hasn't posted anything in about a month. But one of the posts did mention something about taking it easy. I stared at him for what seems like an hour. I didn't say anything to the others. They miss Jack as well. And when I saw Jack was about to leave I made some lame excuse about my mom needing me for something. Hey, wait up. I yelled after him and he looked back at me. I could tell he didn't recognize me as he stopped. Yes ma'am, he said. His voice changed. It's deeper now and raspier. Can I help you? You don't remember me, Jack. Then he remembered. He looked down on his arm, to the scar, and then back to my face. He closed his eyes and took a breath, then turned and started walking. Jack, please, can we talk? Talk about what, Diana? He replied, how you spat on my face. How you took my heart and stomped on it. I'm trying to move on. For fuck's sake, Jack, you're my best friend. Doesn't that mean anything? I called out as he had started to walk faster and my shoes were rather uncomfortable. He stopped and walked back towards me. Funny, I thought you were my best friend too until that afternoon. I thought that meant some form of respect, but I guess I was wrong. I hugged him. I didn't care. I just threw myself at him and wrapped my arms around and cried. I'm so sorry, Jack. I'm so sorry. Please, please forgive me. He sighed as he patted my back. For the sake of my mental health, I've forgiven you a long time ago Diana. But I can't forget what you did. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Just, let's start over. Please. Can we be friends again? It's been a year and Jack has started to hang out with us again. Owen and Charles are ecstatic that he's back. Those three were close when we were younger. While Linda and Tammy have started to look at him in a different light as well. Because he served in the military. He has told us that he cannot be around fireworks as it is a big trigger for him. The sound and the smell of powder burning seem to bring back some less than ideal memories. Our relationship is strained, to say the least. We don't talk often and when we do it's short and quick. I can see that he's trying to be somewhat friendly with me but he's struggling with our interactions. 
We used to share a lot of interests. We drew our favorite anime characters together, shared books that we found interesting. Our taste in music was the same. But now, we seem to be two completely different persons. We've accepted the fact that Jack has changed. He's no longer the bright, always joking kid that we knew once upon a time. No, that Jack is someone I willingly killed for internet clout. This Jack is more reserved, talks calmly but to the point, and is a bit protective of us. There have been many instances where men would hit on Linda, Tammy, or me, get a bit miffed when rejection comes, and Jack would step in. Jack hasn't gotten physical with anyone, but his thick arms and doesn't take shit attitude seem to work so far. One night he drove me home from the bar. He's been abstaining from heavy drinking. He would partake in a beer or two, but after that, it's just ginger ale. I invited him into my apartment. Mind the mess, I haven't gotten around to cleaning, I said as I tossed my purse to the couch. Jack walked around my apartment, looking at photographs that I displayed or flipped around magazines. He picked up our yearbook from senior year and flipped through them. He read the things written there but was surprised when none were from our friends. Owen and the others didn't write anything on your yearbook, he said with a surprised tone. I gently took the book from him and placed it back. They, because of what I did, they stopped talking to me. It's only a couple of years ago that they forgave me and let me back into the group. He nodded at that and continued his exploration. No pictures of boyfriends either. I laughed and nodded a bit. No, I haven't had any. He gave me a grunt as he made his way back to the door. I should get going. I don't want to overstay my welcome. Wait, just sit down for a minute. Jack took his hands out of his pocket and sat. I placed myself closer to him and took his hand, which he immediately retracted. I felt that pang of pain in my heart, but I closed my eyes and took a breath. Jack, I, I did like you back then, but you know that app had just taken everyone's life in high school. Die, why are you digging up old bones? Just let me finish, Jack. He sighed and nodded. I, I was confused back then. When I did that prank, I swear I was going to ask you out. Don't take this as me blaming you, but we swerved three times and on the third time I was going to kiss you. I only got to do it twice and then. And then you saw the camera. Huh, so it's my fault. I'm the stupid idiot that was so out of touch with trends back then. Jack scoffed as he slapped his thighs. Stupid me. Right. No. I said I'm not blaming you. Stop that. This was my fault. Okay. I broke us. I broke our friendship. Now, you and I are so different that I'm afraid we can't have that again. We barely talk even though we call ourselves friends. We don't hang out by ourselves as we used to and we don't even share anything anymore. People change. Diana, who's to say we weren't going to drift apart when we got older? Not everyone changes. Jack, I never stopped loving you. Even now it's killing me that we can't be together. I haven't had any relationship because I've been hoping to ask you out. When I saw you back home last year, I thought I have my second chance. But I saw that the damage I did was so severe. I. I'm not. Diana, I'm shocked. You know even though you did that shitty prank on me, even though you broke my heart, I could never really fully hate you. I've been struggling to try to find common grounds with you. How about you and I just start trying to find something we like together? We just plan random shit and see what sticks. How does that sound? He shrugged. I've got time. Why not? So Jack and I have been doing some searching for what we lost. We've gone to movies together, parks, traveled to a vineyard and even had dinner a few times. He took me hiking and while I didn't last very long because of my shit stamina, we decided to cut it short and get a hotel. Two hotel rooms. I say two hotel rooms but we ended up sleeping in one room with him on the couch and I took the bed. 
We talked all night and went to the local booze store for some beer. I drank enough to get drunk while he only drank a can. We went to sleep around midnight. I couldn't sleep. It's 3am by this time and I couldn't sleep. So in my drunken stupor, I walked over and just stood by him while he slept on the couch. I guess I tripped his alarm as after a minute of me standing there his eyes shot open and he reached for whatever is under his pillow, which was nothing. I lunged at him, pinned him down and he fought me off. But it's either he's not giving it 100% of his power or my drunk self is somehow overpowering him. I pinned his arms down and I just looked into his eyes. I'm sorry, is all I said as I planted a kiss on him. He tasted so sweet and he tried to resist me for a second, but then finally his lips gave way. I released his hands as I cupped his face and he wrapped his thick arms around me. I laid atop him, wearing only my shirt and my panties, as we began to aggressively make out. I've been waiting four years for this, I said to him as I broke away. I'm sorry for what I did. I'm sorry for being such a shit friend. SHH, SHH, Diana, it's in the past. You need to let go, okay? That's done and over with. I know, but sometimes I wonder how you would have turned out if I didn't do that. Would you have gone off to God knows where? He just kissed me again, probably to stop me from talking too much. His hand started to drift south, to my waist. I moaned into his mouth as I started to grind myself into him, feeling his cock hardening under his jeans. I opened my eyes and smiled at him, and he just gave me an uneasy smile. Excitedly, we both sat up as he unzipped his jeans and I took off my top and bra. You were about to sleep with your bra on. He said with a short laugh and I just slapped him across the arm. When he got his cock out, I laid across his thigh and looked at it. I pressed it against my cheeks, so warm and hard. It's a good length, not overly huge or anything, but perfect. I smelled it, such a manly scent, and I kissed the head. He draped his arm over me and cupped my breast and started fondling it. I started to lick his head, wrapping my tongue around his girth and letting my lips run up and down his shaft. God, Diana, where'd you learn this at? That's a girl's secret. Have you ever had a blowjob yet? He shook his head in the negative, and I grinned. You ever had sex while you were in the service? He shook his head no and I felt elated. Were you saving yourself for MMMMPH? He pressed his hand on my head and just let the head of his cock enter my mouth. The taste, his taste, overwhelmed my senses. I might be getting cock drunk because as soon as I tasted him my saliva just started to pour out of my mouth. Coating his shaft? I steadied myself over his dick and pushed myself down as much as I could. Diana, we can talk later, okay. Ah, uh, fuck, that's good. I talk like I've given blowjobs before, but this is my first. I started to enjoy it as I closed my eyes and felt his helmet just rubbing along my tongue, licking and twirling around it. Linda and Tammy have given me some pointers on how to give a blowjob, mainly to mind my teeth and make sure to service the balls too. So when I detached myself from his rod, I went down to his balls and played with it, while gently stroking his dick. A bit of tooth is fine. Some guys like it when teeth gently scrape their shaft or nibble lightly on the head. I tried this with him and found that he enjoyed that little bit of gentle scraping. I kissed his little helmet and continued sucking on it while keeping my eyes trained on him. Fuck, Diana. Get over here. I giggled as I sat back up and kissed him, letting our tongues dance with each other. He pushed me to my back and looked at me, not knowing what to do. Hem, let's see now. TD said two fingers with my right, and I'm supposed to either suck on the, oh there it is, or make a circling motion, he mumbled to himself. What are you doing? I asked him as I looked at him mumbling and looking at his hands. Oh, TD gave me some pointers on how to go down on a lady. 
I'm just trying to remember. I laughed. That was adorable. Just do what feels right. He started by kissing the inside of my thigh, gently nibbling on it. That felt wonderful, and it gave me a slight shiver as his lips brushed against it. I found myself nibbling on my fingertip and running my hand through my hair. God he felt so great. Maybe it's the distance and anticipation but this really shouldn't be making me that excited. Yet here I am, anticipating his every move. I mean, he already told me what his game plan is so I'm just waiting. But he started going north, kissing my belly button and abs. Each one of my barely their six packs. He got up to my breast and kissed each nipple, and then up to me and bit my lips softly. That was sexual, and as I looked in his eyes his fingers slid into me, and he smiled as my mouth went agape and my eyes went wide. I can hear the squelch and wet noises as he gently penetrated me with his digits. I looked down to try and focus on it, but he just kissed me and held me there. I moaned into his mouth, but he refused to let me go. He's finger-fucking me so good, better than what I could at least, and his fingers wriggled as it went in and out. Jack, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I couldn't get the word out as I started feeling that heat building up inside me. I groaned and moaned and he just held me in his strong arms while finger-blasting my cunt. Jack. Jack. I'm coming. Without warning the heat that was building exploded. Warmth washed over me like a flood as I felt my arms and leg burn gently like they're inside a sauna. God. Huh? I'm grunting as I'm trying to contain my orgasm but every spasm felt so good. Hem, TD says it tastes good, he said as he examined his soaked fingers. He licked it, pursed his lips together, and then sucked his finger. I guess it does. A little salty. Han. Han. Salty you say? I managed to say as I'm trying to catch up with my breath. Auditoto. I sat up and slid myself over him. He laughed then said, you still make that noise. What noise? That noise. Ever since we were kids you would make that noise when you would get up from a lying position. He explained, but I seriously don't know. What noise? Ah oh, never mind. I slid my arm over him and found comfort in the fact that he's starting to act like the old Jack that I knew and love. I took his little helmet, still hard too, and gently pushed and prodded the soft head. He's wincing and moaning at that, and the precum started gathering on the tip. He started licking my armpit. It tickled, and I grind my pussy lips over his shaft. Want me to put it in? I teased and he nodded as he gently nibbled on my arm. Hum, maybe, I slide the head in, but then retracted it, or maybe not. He gave a growl, grabbed my hip, lifted me slightly, and then set me down in one swift motion. That penetration got my head in a very pleasurable fog as I felt warm electricity suddenly envelop my body. Ah, came the noise I made as I settled down to his hip. If you want to tease, maybe I should do the teasing. He started pumping into me and I could feel that electricity just building and building. But then he would stop and take his cock out. I whimpered and whined, I want it back in. I looked down at him in his devilish grin as he held me up by my legs. Nuu, please. Put it back, put it back in Jack. He set me down and again, I felt that pleasure. It's addicting, no wonder some people get so addicted to sex. I don't think I can live without his dick. I don't think I can let him go again. Diana, you're so fucking tight. You're like a damn vice down there. I couldn't respond. I'm too cock drunk and swimming in this lust that I just looked at him and gave him this smile like I was high. He took my breast to his mouth and suckled lightly on it, and that brought on more pleasure bombs in my head. You. How many? How many women did you sleep with, Jack? Be real with me. He took himself off my breast and placed his hands on my cheek as he tilts my head toward his. I haven't slept with anyone, but TD gave me pointers. Sure some of the women, gun, you're squeezing me die. 
came at me but I couldn't connect with them. You're lying to me, Jack, I said in a sing-song fashion then continued. You're fucking me too good to be new at this. Diana, you told me to do what feels right. Do you know what feels right at this moment? This? He took my arm that was resting behind his neck and swiveled me over so that I'm fully resting on his chest. He grabbed my legs and spreads them wide and then slid himself down the couch a little so his hips hung and he planted his legs on the floor. Then, he started piston pumping into me with such intensity that I just started wailed in pleasure. Jack, too much, you're too much Jack. Diana, just shut up and enjoy it. Oh God, Jack, I'm coming, I'm coming again. Don't stop, don't let me go, Jack, goddammit. Diana, now's not the time for your shit. And then it happened. A clear stream came from me and sprayed all over this hotel establishment's carpet. I'm embarrassed as I covered my face, but Jack started rubbing my clit while still fucking me. It felt heavenly like I'm swimming in a thunderstorm. At least that's what I imagined it feeling like. I then felt a warmth flowing into me as Jack started shooting his load deep into my pussy. I felt my vaginal walls clamp down around him, milking him, and he grunted with every thrust. Fully spent, he collapsed on the floor and I soon followed. We've been dating for a year now. Owen and the others have commented that while it feels the old Jack is back, he merged with the new Jack to create this new and improved Jack. So while Jack is more outgoing and talkative, there are times where he is reserved and he would rather appreciate and understand what is going on. And he is more observant and has better intuitions. He's also more astute to his surrounding, something he got from being in the military and has gotten even more protective of me. He took me to a range. A shooting range where there is no one there. Strange, is he going to kill me? If so, now's the perfect time to do it. He showed me how to properly shoot guns and all the safety protocols. I'm not sure if I'm ever going to shoot a gun, since I have Jack for that, but he felt it appropriate that I know how to use one in case I ever needed to. He dropped a bullet and bent on one knee to pick it up, but when he got back up he held a box up to me. As I glanced over I realized what it is and my heart felt like the Energizer Bunny is smacking it with its little drumstick. I happily said yes and he slid the ring into my finger. I leaped into his arms and he twirled me around. I'll never let you go, Jack, I whispered into his ears. Oh for fuck's sake, Diana. 